0: Welcome to Deep Dive from Colonial Church. These are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we dive into some of the details of the larger points, gain insight into what some of the takeaways were, and just talk about things we liked. We encourage you to listen to the companion message before diving in. Otherwise, enjoy. mr chris what's up how's it going i'm good how are you i'm doing well sir well on this fine monday morning we're having here absolutely it's a little bit warmer than it's been lately so that's kind of nice i guess
1: yeah usually when i wake up i'm like i'm almost i'm like maybe five to ten degrees off when i guess like how cold it is outside (laughs) because we usually are just like I, I'm not turn on the heat all night because I'm gonna wake up with my mouth dry. It's like and it, it's an issue. So I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Let's just bundle up and get some covers, get a couple blankets. And then when I wake up, I'm like, I think it's like 40 degrees outside, and it's like 42, 45. I'm like, see, babe, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> That can be a
0: real big swing though. You like, It's 50 degrees. It's 72 degrees. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But so, it, I, I could just tell this morning, I was like, thank you, Lord. It's not as cold. Yeah. And I think that like every time we're like in the heat of summer, we're like, I can't wait until it's cold outside. And then it's cold. And we're like, oh, it's so cold. <laughs> then we're two weeks
0: into winter and we're like, I need 85 degrees right now. I'm over it. I don't want to wear a beanie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, we get to here and talk about the weather for hours, I'm sure, because, you know, we're just boring like that. Um, <laughs> But I think we should talk about the message series that's been happening in church. And boy, is there a lot to talk about. The greatest year of my life. Yeah. What do you think, man? It's been an amazing series. It really
1: has. It's like the best way to kick off a year.
0: Hey, you know, here's the funny thing. I, so obviously Pastor Matt and Pastor Jill are just gifted to bring amazing words to our house and they yeah. have such a like a they have their finger on the pulse in so many ways that they just bring timely words so every time they speak, I'm always like, oh I got something out of that. Oh, that was awesome. but this series man has been it's just been amazing and I t- actually was talking to Pastor Matt yesterday and I told him I was like, listen and and this was like to me this this was just a compliment for him because I don't feel like he could have preached this message three years ago like this is one of those messages that's just been like building up in him with his experience and his knowledge and just like perfecting his gift. And like it shows because this message is, it's
1: powerful, man. It's really powerful. Yeah. You could tell that he had some things he he wanted to say. And yeah. also there's some things, most of all, like that God wanted to say through him yeah. specifically. Yeah. And it's all, you know, it's all added up to this moment.
0: Yeah. It's, this it's been crazy. Like, and yesterday, I mean, We're going to talk about this a little bit later but yesterday he spoke on some of like the things that he's most passionate about like sabbath like he is such a big proponent of sabbath and you could just tell like that was that was just where he was coming from you know so but yeah the series as a whole has just been like you said i don't think there's a better way to start the year like it really is it reminds me of how every year we do planted and flourishing and every time we do planted and flourishing you just feel like we couldn't skip it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this feels like it's going to turn into one of those series. Like I can see him doing this at the start of every January. Yeah, for sure. So. And
1: it, it's refreshing too. Like every time we go through, you were talking about planning, planted and flourishing. Like when we go through that series again and do like a remix of it, it's mm-hmm. always fresh and it's always um, a time, I, I guess like for me, where I can get recentered and it's a quick reminder of like, Yeah. That's why it's important. Mm -hmm. I I needed that reminder because sometimes we can get so busy. I think all of us, not just people in ministry, but um, people that are serving or people that, you know, just go to their nine to five job every day. Um, It doesn't have to be ministry, but we can forget that. Like, I guess the, the idea of, like we get to be planted, we get to be in community mm-hmm. and that's that's everything and, and remembering why it's important. I think it's just a good, it's a good reminder because we can get so focused on what's right in front of us. Yeah, We forget why, What what's the point of being yeah. planted? Like, why does God call us to be in community, to be in his house? And it's just, a, it's a really good like reset, you know?
0: Absolutely. And this feels, I think in, in that same vein, like this feels coming out of, 2020 which was anything but normal for the world, mm-hmm. you know, crazy year. This has been one of those messages where I've found myself not only diving into what Pastor Matt's saying and what the word is, you know, and what words are coming through him, but like reflecting on 2020 and just like finding myself just taking like a big breath mm-hmm. and just like kind of going like okay, like this is a new year and like what it's kind of like that faith over fear thing that we've been talking about a lot. Like, what am I expecting in this year? Right. Like, because, you know, it's easy to be cynical. It's easy to be scared and be like, oh, 2021, what's it going to look like? Mm-hmm. But, you know, flipping that script and being like, oh man, what's it What's it going to look like? Because honestly, like I reflected on this past year and like there was a lot of craziness, but there were so many amazing things that happened in my life as far as like, coming coming together with my family and like mm-hmm. the closeness it brought and things like that and mm-hmm. like I'm like man it's so easy to flip that perspective and I think that's a lot of what he's been focusing on in this message it's just like hey change the perspective change your attitudes and change your rhythms you know to to match what we're called to be so it's been pretty awesome what um you know let's just dive into it what in this series of so our because we' brought four messages in what
1: what's really stood out to you what is uh what has been big takeaways for you? Um, I think throughout this, the first thing that comes to mind, like throughout this series, I even encouraged pastor Matt about this. Like he's so good at describing the basics. Well, yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, the basics are the starting point to everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that some people can overcomplicate the basics sometimes, but he is so gifted in, in just saying, Hey, let's keep the main thing, the main thing mm-hmm. like It's Jesus. So how do we follow Jesus practically? Yeah, It's a new year, but how are we going to grow this year? And I felt like I just, I've loved this whole series. And yes, it's a, it's a, it's a great like reset. It's a fresh start. That's what it feels like, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of um, coming back to the basics of mm-hmm. cool. So it's a new year. How are we going to start? Well, yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Okay, cool. We're going to have uh, a, High priority on focusing on the word. Yeah, how do we hear God's voice all through His word? And I know that um, we've been talking through a couple of His messages, but uh, I can't remember what week this was. I'm all ears. I think two or three. I can't. Yeah, remember. yeah. two or three. Um, it was either a second or third Sunday, and I just I really loved this message. Like, yeah. how do we how do we listen to God's voice? And how He mentioned that hearing and listening are different things. Yeah. Uh, Listening is a choice. Being intentional takes concentration, and and listening, um, yeah, is is the focus. And one thing that we do is by listening to God and waiting as we read his word. Yeah. Waiting for him to speak because he always speaks when we read his word. Yeah. And a lot of the time, it's a matter of can I get away from my phone long enough? Mm -hmm. Can I limit other distractions? Maybe something going on at work. Maybe there's a family issue. Cool. Let me just take five minutes to recenter yeah. and focus on God and read His Word, and it never returns void. Like it, it, He's always speaking to us. Yeah, you know, has always has wisdom, and um, I loved that. That was like kind of like the starting point in that message specifically. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing that that's stood out to me.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you because it was one of those things where, and you and I have talked about this before where. I used to struggle to feel like I heard God's voice, like I, and I think the the reality was, if I'm being honest, I had a completely wrong like perspective on what God's voice was. I think I, <laughs> I think I assumed God's voice was literally like something out of a Charleston Heston movie, like a burning bush, like loud, thunderous, right? You know, like clearly God is speaking to you, like that type of right, thing. Right. And then, like as I grew in my understanding of what God's voice was. And like you said, how God's voice is this constant thing that's there, especially like when we dive into his word or the people that we surround ourselves with and the situations like finding God's voice in everything has become like one of my priorities. Like I kind of am always searching for that. Like, okay, what is God trying to say to me in this scenario, in this situation? Right. What is he trying? And more times than not, I find that he's like, he's pointing me in things, in directions. He's make me learn things you know what i mean like there's just all that so i think that was i like that part of the message and i love how he he frame. he's been framing this message up a little bit different than he normally does because he's usually you know we're a three-point church most of the time and this time around he's been doing like two handles and it's been like what he considers like a more spiritual hander sandal like hearing god's voice or listen for God's voice, I should say, or, and then like a more practical handle, which would be like the one that I really enjoyed was like, choose your atmospheres. Like be constantly aware of the atmosphere that you're in and you're surrounding yourself with and how that affects everything that you do and how you perceive the world. Cause that's something that like, I'm really bad about sometimes, putting myself in a place in an atmosphere that's just not healthy as far as like, whether it's like reading too much news or like whatever it may be, you know, and like letting that really seep in to me, like. Yeah. So that was a really like strong message for me as far as like choose your atmospheres, choose the people, choose the places, choose the things that you're allowing into your life because they truly shape it. And it's funny because my wife and I always joke about this we had a pastor say to us once, you know, the friends and your friends and family affected affect the direction and quality of your life, and we're always talking about that because it's really stuck with me, and it's true. Like your environment affects you. This isn't like a nature versus nurture argument; it's just reality. Like the things you surround yourself with are going to f- affect your perspective. So that's been really cool for me.
1: Yeah. So show show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Like I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm Not sure who said that, but somebody smarter than I am. Someone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's great. Um, and it's, it's very true. Mm -hmm. Who's, who's in your circle? Like, that's a really important question, but also like what, like voices are you choosing to limit or eradicate or take out of your life that don't need to be there? Yeah. You know, there's, and that could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a, a person.
0: You know? Yeah, exactly. Like um, I said, for me, it's news sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm a news junkie and I'm like always reading the news. And I just, especially this past year, I just had to find myself like truly limiting <laughs> that voice. Yeah.
1: So and like, how often could the word or like the words of negativity become like the yeah the headline in 2020? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hundred percent. That could have very quickly been the headline and the main focus if we weren't careful you know, yeah. and if we weren't rooted in the word if we weren't rooted in good community and uh, all, lots of other voices you know, yeah. shame, doubt, comparison and
0: you talked about a ton of those and I think that's why it was good because a lot of it and like you said like preaching the basics well like a lot of those things you go of course it's negative why would I want to be but like you just find yourself getting caught up in the day to day and you don't think about it and you let it seep in and it becomes a becomes part of your routine like for me like you know no shame in admitting this um a lot of people wake up and read the word right away and that's like a phenomenal habit that I'm like aspiring towards Mm -hmm. because I'm not there yet for me I wake up sometimes and just read the news and I'm like okay (laughs) What am I? Why do I need? What do I need to switch around? Like prioritize? You know what I mean? Like move move my news reading to later in the day. (laughs) Yeah, like
1: how can I rebalance? Yeah, yeah. It's like yes, it's important to be informed, but like what's where's the balance? Yeah, exactly. Um, or what are you putting more of an emphasis on? Yeah, the word or news or whatever, whatever it
0: It, it may be. News can be yeah, news can be uh, music. It can be anything. You know, what are you substituting uh, for? you know know what you really need so
1: and also love that he i mean he always does this when he preaches but pastor matt always asks questions in his messages yeah you know yeah it's really good because you can't help but like take survey of your own life in that moment and okay cool like you know i have a question for you church like are you limiting like what voices should you be limiting in this season? I I think he asked something to that nature and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, let me think, let me think about that. Let me be self-aware for a minute and look at my own life and okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe I should let go of some of those negative words and, or maybe some of that shame or that drama that's in my life. And yeah,
0: I think that hit home yesterday with yesterday's message a lot for people because, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) i I won't this is gonna stand out in my head for a long time but when he said you know like don't let this year break you as far as like the rested part i was like
1: oh yeah bro what did he say i wrote it down it was so good um we want this year to bring breakthrough not a year that breaks you (laughs) And in order for that to not happen take a break
0: yeah it was so good
1: jesus is what i wrote down like rest yeah he's like ride. yeah
0: we want a year of breakthrough not a year that breaks you i was like oh that's a meme right like we can turn that <laughs> into like that's a, great yeah that's tweetable man <laughs> <laughs> share that, post that. Share. so yeah it was and i think that was another one of those like stop question take inventory of your life like especially on the on the rested part because yesterday's message was wise and rested so mm-hmm. you know he was talking about he spent the, the, the second half of the message Practical part was how do we find rest? Which again, this is a big subject for him. He loves the idea of Sabbath. It's been, I mean, I've been hearing it since I started coming to Colonial. Like he preached it from day one. Yeah, how important it is for a Sabbath. Um,
1: he lives that out too. Oh you know, yeah, so well. Yeah, it's a great God, example. Him and Pastor Jill. Like you can't you can't help but feel rested if you just happen to be over at their house. Like, yeah. When they're on their sabbath you know yeah even when they're not on their sabbath, sabbath technically like i'll go over to their house sometimes and i'm like man that atmosphere is different completely different you know i've walked into like it's like a like a, a just a sanctuary of peace you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird, but like it's just peaceful <laughs> no. I mean, pastor jill's occasionally playing the piano yeah, kids are outside great. yeah yeah
0: no, i get that yeah they really do they model that really well for us here at colonial as far as leadership and everything and just for the church in general they really practice what they preach when it comes to sabbath and sabbath has been such a vital it's been really important for me and my family i know like learning sabbath rhythms and finding and we're not perfect at it but we've gotten a lot better um and it's been really awesome i know for me like our sabbath is saturday because kids are home my wife's off work and we just take it easy you know it's like a day where we focus on each other and it's it's been huge especially in this past year it was really big um so yeah i love that we went back to that and he did a whole series once right. on on the idea of sabbath yeah it's so good you know uh, which i would encourage you if you're listening to this to go back and listen to that. it's called the rest of my life you can find it on the podcast channel now um but it focuses on the idea of how important sabbath is and Yeah, go back and listen to those messages because i think you'll get a lot out of them if you haven't heard them already and i think i would imagine a lot of people are going to go back and check those out after yesterday because he just touched on some of like the key little tips of the icebergs when it comes to sabbath yesterday because he incorporated it into the rest of the message but man it's still really
1: good i loved that um that point i guess in the second half of his message where he was like I just have to. We all have to remember that the world will still turn if yeah. I take a moment to rest and not work. Yeah, and like work will still be there. You know, on on my Monday. Yeah, yeah. There's still um, gonna be a
0: job. There's still gonna, gonna be this.
1: A job, still gonna be able to provide for my family. Yeah. If I rest, it doesn't mean those things are taken away. You know, like life will go on. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool.
0: You know, it's really interesting, and I, I'd be interested to see what you think about this because. My wife and I find ourselves sometimes talking about this in both of our roles. You know, I'm I'm here at the church and she's out there in the corporate world. We find our jobs aren't just the typical 40 hours a week. You know, there's more to them. Mm -hmm. And I know I see your rhythms here at church, Um, you know, as an associate pastor, like do you ever find it incredibly stressful that it's not like a 40 hour a week job anymore, that it's just like, you can't like clock out anymore. You're, I mean, you're a pastor, you know, like you're seven days a week. Are you still able to find time for your Sabbath and find time for yourself
1: and your wife? Yeah. Yeah. I think of, you know, I think the point that he made what I was talking about earlier is something I've had to remind myself of, yeah. you know, um, obviously, if there's an emergency yeah of course yeah absolutely gonna address it and on my sabbath but other than that i'm like for example last week uh it was the first time i'd done this but like i've been trying to learn how to play golf and i've been playing you know usually like twice a week i'll try to go out there and it's hard to get out there twice a week but i try my best and i decided all right cool i'm just gonna go like really early in the morning on friday and just play nine yeah nine holes and was the first time i'd done this where i i'd got up and i was i arrived to the golf course and it's still dark outside oh and I had the first tee time yeah and i did the back nine by myself I wasn't with anyone and it was so peaceful yeah that was your back. rest but i didn't i didn't even think once to look at my phone then you know, oh that's right just it was just time to to just focus on golf and, and not think. Yeah. I think that's really important too. Is like when you're on your Sabbath, can you focus on a hobby or something that you enjoy? That's going to either cause you to like rest your mind Mm -hmm. or cause you to just feel rested, you know? Um, I think a lot of us have trouble turning our brains off. Yeah, especially at night, like sometimes I just sit in bed and like thinking and thinking and thinking I can't go to sleep. Yeah. But, you know, on my Sabbath, I think I'm growing in it. Yeah. I'm learning more and more throughout yeah. the years, like how to rest better.
0: Yeah. And how to get recharge too. like how important that is
1: for sure. Yeah. Um, golf doesn't feel rested sometimes. so I have to be <laughs> mindful of that because sometimes I'm like trying to get a certain score, obviously, and then I'm not playing well, and I'm like, man, this doesn't. That's sense. when you need to walk away. This doesn't feel restful, and then I stop keeping score on the scorecard, and I'm I'm good, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just don't pay attention. Yeah. Nah, it's so poor. It, it really is like a constant, kind of evolving journey of like finding those rhythms and finding what works because the situation is always going to change. Like, I'd love to be able to sleep in you know, until 10 o'clock. Um, the reality is I have an eight-year-old and a four-year-old and they're going to be up. Right. And it's not going to be restful for me if I let them scream their heads off outside for breakfast. You know what I mean?
1: Let me ask you this. What What do you think has been helpful for you so far as you're finding a better rhythm of rest, as we're all like growing in that? Like, yeah. What, what has been helpful for you?
0: So for me and for, for our family, intentionality has been really good for our Saturdays. Um, for our Sabbath, I should say, as far as like being intentional about the time we're spending together, even if it's just all of us sitting on the couch, like really mm-hmm. having that be important. But also like for me, like I, I'll i leave my cell phone, like just in a room that I'm not in anymore um, on Saturday, because the reality is like the people I'm most worried about are in the house with me. Like I don't need to be connected to them, right. you know? Um, And if it's like a true emergency, someone will find a way to get a hold of me. So I just like unplug myself and try to disconnect. And I'm not perfect at it. Like there are definitely days where I'm like, why is my cell phone in my pocket when it shouldn't be? Um, But I'm constantly trying to get better about that and just trying to really make the time that I'm spending with my family, like again, intentional and just no set agenda, no stress, just doing whatever we want to do. If that means, you know, going, Driving to a coffee shop somewhere for my wife and I, or you know, playing soccer with my sons or whatever it is, just just finding the peace
1: in that and just kind of unplugging for a minute. It's been really good. So, yep, I feel like that's one of the words that God gave me for this year um, was a disconnection. Like, yeah. how can I disconnect more often? Yeah, um, and Pastor Matt talks about that. You know, remembering to replenish. Yeah. So while you're resting. I think one way we replenish is by disconnecting hundred from the world and from our phone mainly, and um, you know maybe disconnecting. Well, disconnecting from work, not thinking about work on your Sabbath. Yeah. Um, but the phone is a big thing for me, so I'm like, okay, cool. I don't need to be on social media. Yeah. You know, no, I much. agree. Um,
0: yeah, I think it's been easier for me because I got off social media a while back. Um, and that was just a personal choice. Like, yeah. there's nothing against it. I know, yeah. like, it's a really useful tool for people yep. um but yeah i i didn't find it useful i got sucked into like the kind of negativity of it right so i just for me it was like a cold turkey walk away type thing yeah that's great um so that's been helpful but again now i've replaced that probably with news <laughs> so i probably <laughs> need to get a little bit better about that um so yeah it's been good i love to you know not to like swing us off this topic but part of this series or this message in particular wise and rested was the, the, the other, the beginning part was mm-hmm. talking about wisdom. Yeah. And I don't know if it stood out for you, but like for me, when he talked about like his constant prayer is a prayer for wisdom. I didn't like, I not never really thought about that in my prayers. Like I'm like, you know, yeah. I want God to like, show me like, how to make a good choice or like lead me in the right path but I never like specifically pray for wisdom but then when he mentioned it and then goes back and references like I mean, I was the one running slides yesterday. There was like 52 slides of like wisdom verses, like yeah, it's amazing from yeah. from day one to day, you know, the final chapter of the the final book. It was just like, oh yeah, wisdom, this wisdom, this seek wisdom here, seek. and it's not just proverbs, like it's everywhere, <laughs> right? So that was really cool for me. Um, and I found myself going like, oh, I need to ask for wisdom more, and
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, pray for wisdom. <laughs> yeah, we could all ask for that more. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why, but I, I always think about that verse that he mentioned in, um, his message where, you know, ask God for wisdom mm-hmm. because he'll give it out generously yeah. to us. Um, and again, paraphrasing, but like, okay, cool. Like I can actually, I can ask God for wisdom and he doesn't give just a little bit. Like yeah. he gives it out without yeah. reproach, like, That's amazing. And it's available to us Yeah, knowing that and having that reminder is everything I think.
0: Yeah. I think it's interesting because I always, for me, when I think of wisdom in the context of God's word, my mind automatically either goes to Proverbs or it goes to Psalm um, or the Psalms, I should say, because I just think of like, you know, David or the Psalmist singing about wisdom and how you know you should be constantly seeking or, or in proverbs there's like very distinct wisdom based proverbs mm-hmm. but what was really awesome for me is yesterday when he talks about when paul writes about wisdom as a gift of the spirit like it's not just like i mean it is, it is the first gift that paul mis- mentions right like it's not second third fourth it's like no no, no. the first gift of the spirit is gift of wisdom And I think that that was really eye-opening for me. It's like, oh wait, like this is a true gift from the Holy Spirit, like wisdom, you know? So we have to like seek it and hone it and use it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and if there's that much value placed on it, then we should pay attention to that, you know? Like, okay, cool. That should be one of the first things that we pray for. Yeah. And I I love, I mean, most people that be listening wouldn't know this, but we did um, a mini staff retreat for um, all staff, just at church, and and it was it was great. But like we would ask each person that was overseeing each ministry, like what yeah. can we be praying for? And most of them were like, just pray for wisdom.
0: The wisdom to lead. And yeah, I love
1: that, that. That was mostly the response from everyone. It's yeah, like, yeah. I could, I could have some more wisdom on how to better lead, how to better love on the people that God has entrusted me with this community and like just where we're heading, you know, wisdom for the future. I think that's great.
0: I I love to because pastor Matt really framed it in the sense of like this this gift isn't just for people in the ministry. Like you need to be praying for wisdom in your businesses. You need to be praying for wisdom in your house. You need to be praying for wisdom everywhere because it's so important. And that's that's why God's word focuses on it so much. Like our business and he, you know, we just, this, we're in January of 2021. We've just entered into a brand new political administration, and it was the first thing you did was pray for wisdom for our leaders because the Bible says pray for wisdom for your leaders. Yeah. Like it's nothing. It's the most apolitical thing ever. You pray because that's what God has told us to do, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought that was really awesome. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think wisdom again, back to the basics. I forget about it and I forget to ask for it, but then when I think about it, I'm like, oh. Dude, I could really use some wisdom right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I love that he's he said wisdom doesn't come by chance; it comes by asking. Yeah. So that is a good reminder. Okay, yeah. Cool. Let's ask. Let's ask more often.
0: Yeah, I love I love that too because he, there's a lot of times where Pastor Matt and this is one thing that I really admire about him. Um, he isn't he doesn't shy away from kind of hard truths sometimes, and like when it comes to asking for things from God he calls you out whenever like you have that false humbleness where you're like, I don't want to ask for things. Cause there's people. And he's like, no, you should ask for things from God. Like ask for wisdom. Don't be, don't ask for like a billion dollars, you know? Like, I mean, sure. You can ask for it, but what are you going to do with it? That's like, but ask for the practical things, like ask for wisdom, ask for, you know, sound judgment, ask for peace, ask for these, like those are the things you should be asking from God. And I've, and I struggled with that. Like, because, I've lived a pretty blessed life. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people out there struggling. Maybe I shouldn't ask for God for anything. Yeah. Pray, and, pray for them too. Yeah, exactly. For other people. Yeah, as well. exactly. Like do both flip that. And that's, that's been the perspective change. It's just like flipping that little switch for me. So, mm-hmm. man, this has been really, like I said, I, and we talked about this at the very beginning, but this series has just been, it's been vital and it's been awesome. And I think, I just can't wait to see what else is coming from it. I think we got one more. Pretty sure. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed that and it helped you and challenged you to grow. Please share it along with the message with someone in your life who needs to hear it. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the message or deep dive with us. Or just say hey by emailing us at podcast at colonialchurch.life or visiting us at colonialchurch.life. Until next time, God bless.